Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from head to buck in the morning. Morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Today on the radio show, we will have John Martin in here in the next segment. We'll have Chris Harrington in here straight up. At uh, at ten o'clock for um, so that's the lineup. It's John Martin and then Chris Harrington. Chris has a piece up at the Daily Memphian about the collective <laughs> collective bargaining agreement, the NBA's collective bargaining agreement, and and I think the sentence is uh, he begins at something like uh, today's columns about the collective bargaining agreement. Are your eyes glazed over yet? Literally, those words, collective bargaining agreement, can can induce sleep. And, um, and so, but Chris read it so you didn't have to and tried to disentangle what it meant for the Memphis Grizzlies, what it means for the Memphis Grizzlies as they go forward into this off season and into the future. Uh, and so we will talk to Chris about that at 10 o'clock. John Martin, John's kind of doomsaying these days, uh, on the subject of Memphis NIL recruiting, future, all of that. Do you think doomsaying is appropriate, Jeffrey? Concern? Oh. What, what's, what's the, on the level of uh, 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 10 is, my God, 
We are Texas A&M. We are going to use NIL. It's going to be a brave new world. We are going to be Miami. We are going to crush it. The best recruits, the best players are going to be on a parade into Memphis. And one being, we'll never be competitive in anything ever again. We have no money. We're dead in the water. This is terrible. I'm going to say a strong five and a half. <laughs> the problem is five and a half is not inspirational. It's not inspirational. But and I- when you were thinking you were seven or an eight, don't you think people thought, I think, think coming out of the gates, Memphians hope to be a seven. Yeah, I think Certainly the, in hoops. And that I think maybe it might have been a little misguided. I think there was the original thought when name, image, and likeness entered into entered into the world that it would be more corporate than it has been. And Memphis right. was positioned uniquely unlike many other colleges in that it is a significant a part funny, of it is of a community where that, but even then, like we don't have a lot of corporate headquarters. No, but I mean, you do have you have FedEx money, you have international paper right. money, you have AutoZone, AutoZone money. money. Like you, 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 it was thought with corporate money that this would that this would be an opportunity, and I don't think that was misguided. I think we just made the mistake of it's not just rich, same rich people who are doing it, under the table. It's doing the same. The it's the same thing now. It's just being but, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to John about that and more, including his loathing. He seems to not like good basketball teams. He doesn't like the Lakers. I hear that constantly on his show. He doesn't like the Nuggets. I, I don't know his position on the 76ers, but he probably doesn't like them either. Uh, and what we're seeing, what are we seeing, Jeffrey? What we're seeing is is surprising, certainly surprising to see the Celts not show up last night. Yes, to have a to have Ooh. a complete no Ooh. show. You're at home. Complete no show. Now, last year they won Game Six and Seven. Correct. It's Milwaukee. They can. They've done it before. They can do it again. But that was astonishing. Yes, I think it's the. It's been just this. They look lost. Do you blame the coach? I don't think it helps. I mean, in the end, you're essentially trying to win a title with an interim head coach. I mean, they'll, uh, they'll yeah. tell you that wasn't Doesn't the case, matter, but, right, but yeah. they didn't. They did not run a search. Uh, it, 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 this is like this is like a Chris Harrington dream, though. You know, you got Jokic. Maybe he's one game away. Yes, Embiid. You got Embiid is one game away. You got Anthony Davis is one game away, and you got Bam Adebayo. Yes, like this is this is it. This, this is this is, is a big man a fan, festival. Yes, for a, for a man of who is a fan of skilled bigs, this is a dream. Um, so, uh, all right, before we get to, uh, what I wanted to do here in this first segment, I, I felt, I, I feel an obligation to correct the record on something that we said yesterday and have been saying, um, and, uh, a listener to the show, Caleb McNeese, he went back and listened on, on the podcast. If you miss this show live, you can listen to it in podcast form. And you know how we always talk about? And I, this has been a while. I've been I've been saying this ever since I was clued into it. That when you go to some company and they say, "Would you like to donate seventy eight cents for a ch- charity?" Yes. That, that what they're actually doing is they're claiming it for themselves and as a write off. AP did a whole exploration of this. Not true. They're not allowed to do that. They're 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 not allowed to do that. They're only allowed 
to uh, write off things that is their, their own money. Um, rather than receiving a comp- comp- customer's donation as income, the company serves as a holding agent for that money, um, et cetera. If a company chooses to give to charity on its own, it can write off that money. But, uh, but that's it. And so this was this fiction that I am guilty of perpetuating uh, was started as a meme someday and it went crazy and it's a lesson to check things out. It, it actually doesn't, it, may, it makes no sense that the company would have ever been able to do that as a write-off. It's not their money and it makes no sense. And in fact, I should have been, I should have thought about that and said, this doesn't feel right. Uh, and uh, it's not right. So there you go. You can go ahead and clear, I'm not saying you have to give, but if you're at Hollywood Feed and they ask you if you want to donate whatever, uh, just know, now you're not, you know, they, they, they just, you're not going to get a receipt for that, I presume, and be able to write it off. Right. But, well, I don't know how that would work. There's another thing I could have looked into. But they are not, they're not just using you. They're not using you to bring down their tax bill. So I wanted to, I wanted to clarify that. Uh, there was a, it was a big, big day in the world yesterday as uh, Donald Trump was found liable, not guilty, can't say guilty. It's a civil uh, case, yeah. yeah. It's a civil case for sexual battery and defamation. Um, and this will change not a single vote. Do you believe that to be true? I think not a, there, there is no one who would have voted for Donald Trump who, because of this finding, will not vote for Donald Trump. I think what Donald Trump said, he could shoot someone in the middle of Broadway and it would like that is become it's we are so dug in one way or another that even a uh, finding of a jury of his peers, New York fellow New Yorkers like himself, will not change a single vote. Yeah. So what I was reading is when he was indicted, that motivated people to say he's getting an unfair deal. This this one does not seem that it's going to have an impact. If you're if if at this point if you're a Donald Trump person you you think he's a you think he's being railroaded and so you don't this doesn't this does not dim your enthusiasm for Donald Trump. It doesn't seem to me. I haven't met anyone. If you're out there and uh, you you were a, yesterday uh, a believer in Donald Trump and today you're not because of this finding by a civil jury in New York, I'd be I'd be interested. But yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think, think those people exist. And uh, certainly there's no one on the other side who was anti-Trump who said, ah, because he's now been found liable for sexual battery, I'm, hey, that's my guy. So I, don't, I literally don't think it has. Is anyone in 2023 any, on the fence about Donald Trump? That's what I'm saying. No one's on the, exactly it. No one's on the fence about Donald Trump. What, is, what people are on the fence about, though, here, what the interesting thing is, I do think some people are on the fence about, isn't Donald Trump in the abstract? You're pro or con, basically. It is Donald Trump if we get these two octogenarians running against each other. Yes. I do think there are people on the fence about which of those. There are, there are some undecideds because there are clearly people, most of us, who aren't wild about either of them. You yeah. Know, you know? And so it's a pick your poison situation yeah. for a lot of people. And so ah, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm feeling this today. Mm-hmm. Feeling that today. Anyway, that happened. George Santos also uh, has surrendered to authorities because he is, uh, I don't know if he's being indicted, but whatever. They're closing in on George Santos for a, 
for some of his misdeeds. And all of this made me think, Jeffrey, that it's been a long time since we uh, had the People's Court here. Uh, and as, as you know, I am a Harvard-trained lawyer. And, uh, and not only that, now I have the wisdom of being 61 years old and the accumulated wisdom. And so I, I feel comfortable in deciding the most difficult of cases. And so there are a series of cases that we want to bring that I gather are, that we need to, to bring uh, before this court. And so let's do it. First case, this arose last night. I was relaxing in my bed. And I got a text from Jeffrey. Said, to, the, to this effect, that that climate ain't so great. That, that, that wasn't the exact charge. It's a little charge. harsh, that but wasn't, yeah. That wasn't the exact charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll go to the, I'll go, I'll go to the original the original tweet. Not Zach, tweet, not tweet. This tweet, was a text. text. Kleiman's trade record is Nothing really is bad sacred. when he's not trading Mike or Mark for assets. Then we had a discussion that went mm-hmm. on from there. And so I'm going to rephrase it. The charge. Facing Zach Kleiman in that front office. And you're, you're, a, you're the public prosecutor. You're, you, this isn't necessarily what you believe. You're going to make the case. The ch- Zach Kleiman... And the Memphis Grizzlies front office is charged today with being overrated. First off, Your Honor, are you wearing O'Call today? I am wearing O'Call today. I mean, you today. look just Thank you. remarkable. Thank you. I mean, that is just an absolute That's the way it works. perfect fit. Isn't that a beautiful shirt? As the younglings would say. Yeah. Your Honor, what is the definition of overrated? Um, it's a I'm, relative standard. Would we not agree? Overrated is 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 that you are not as good as your reputation, uh, counselor. I, I'm not really here to answer your questions, counselor, but I am here to tell you. Uh, to see this is a point of clarification. I'll read the, the the instructions to the jury. Overrated means that you are not as good as your reputation says you are. Would one agree that the colloquial nickname? King Kleiman is some of the loftiest praise that one could have. It's lofty. In fact, it would suggest that you preside over all. You are the king. There is no one higher than the king. Hmm. We just learned that this weekend. With that being said, part of the King Kleiman moniker is completely rated to public sentiment about the previous regime and the frustration that occurred with the Chris Wallace regime, with all of the other chaotic front office regimes that we've seen before. Zach Kleiman came in with a fresh new approach, approach that basically treated basketball as if it is exactly what it is, a modern business that is often results-based, but more importantly, a collection of assets. Immediately, we saw this man essentially operate as a modern GM, and therefore, when he was compared to his predecessor, it felt as if it was a completely new era, and therefore, you get dubbed King Climate. 
The results, however, of Zach Kleiman's tenure, much like most general managers, are much more mixed. The clear hits. The Grizzlies get lucky. They get number two. They don't fool around. They take John Moran. I think that was a wise decision. They trade up to get Brandon Clark, a guy that was falling in the draft. Again, a wise decision. They trade up for Desmond Bain. Again, a wise decision. But since the moment that they have traded up mm-hmm. to get Zaire Williams, their draft success has been mixed at best, perhaps even What's the evidence, poor. Counselor? The evidence I would uh, the evidence that I would submit Zaire Williams in year two, which was supposed to be a big year for him, had it such a bad year that he was essentially out of the rotation halfway through the year. Jake Laravia spent more time in South Haven than he did with the Grizzlies. David Roddy at times showed promise, but it's also important to note before injuries was largely out of the rotation. Kennedy Chandler, another big second round pick, has already been released. Vince Williams... I, I don't know how you can have much hope for him. They will promote Kenny Lofton Jr., but again, it's also important to note, they did not draft him. They signed him as a free agent. But nonetheless, you are responsible for the roster in any shape, form, or fashion. The other clear hit for Kleiman is, in the end, it is a scoreboard business. The Grizzlies have two consecutive 50-plus win seasons, two consecutive division titles, neither of which have been done before. However, the biggest case, though, for Zach Kleiman is overrated would be thus. Do you think that this team was better this year than they were last year? I'll I'll submit my ruling in a minute, Counselor. I would suggest the starting lineup was largely the same. But in the end, the clear difference between this team and the previous team was what you did at the back half of your roster. Here were the top minute skitters last season. The 21-22 season. Dez, Jaron, Steven Adams, Ja, DeAnthony Melton, Tyus, Kyle Anderson, Zaire Williams, John Conchar, Brandon Clark, and Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks obviously had injury problems last year. That was an issue. Here were the top minute getters for for this season. Dylan Brooks, John Morant, Tyus Jones, Desmond Bade, Jaron Jackson. All good there. All five. That makes sense. Those are the guys that that you saw get a lot of starts. But this is where the issue becomes, Jeff. Santi Aldama, John Conchar, David Roddy, Xavier Tillman, Stephen Adams, injury-dependent, Brandon Clark, injury-dependent. The reality is, Jeff, they made a gamble in in poor evaluations in letting Anthony Melton, or trading to Anthony Melton, letting Kyle Anderson walk, and also believing that John Conchar could fill in one of those roles, that Santi Aldama could fill in that role, and then they tried to piece it together with rookies. This has been a failed experiment, and therefore, he is not a king. Yeah, um, thank you, Counselor. I appreciate this. I rule Zach Kleiman to be not overrated. Case, Case dismissed. I think he is properly rated. Uh, for the reasons, and I appreciate the, the 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 vigor of your argument, 
But he, uh, in the end, it is a results business. He took a team that sucked, and he took it to two second-place finishes, 250 win seasons. Yes, some of that was because his predecessors uh, acquired uh, Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks. Some of it's because he lucked into Luke. I mean, lucked lucked into John Morant. Um, But uh, the drafting of Desmond Bain, uh, the drafting of Brandon Clark, Honestly, the deal for Steven Adams, although the draft pick part of that deal didn't work. Subsequently, even this year, the the, the trade for Luke Kennard, he has had misses. And indeed, if he were before the court, he would admit, in fact, exhibit exhibit B here is what he said at media at the last media club where he said, did I need to triple down or double down on youth? He admits he is not perfect. But the question it wasn't whether he was king or whether he was perfect. The question was, is he overrated? And case dismissed, he is, in fact, properly rated. Case number two uh, brought before this court is that the NFL is excessively, wildly uh, full of itself. Jeffrey, state your case. Uh, Jeff, first off, the commish, Roger Goodell, would also view those as fighting words. (laughs) I need the evidence. Uh, we don't need a deep history here. All this man is trying to do. We need the current evidence. What's the current evidence in favor of it being full of itself? Uh, that the NFL leaked that they were having a scheduling crisis and that they would not be releasing the schedule until later this week. When it turns out all they were doing was trying to leak out, leak out on a you know on a much more short-term basis pieces of the schedule to stay in control of the news cycle and to make sure that they dominate the news cycle. I would also argue, sir. So basically what we're saying, Counselor, is that today they're releasing the international International schedule schedule, and tomorrow's the full schedule. Correct. And that this is evidence that the NFL takes itself way too freaking seriously. Yeah, guilty as charged. Thank you, Counselor. Uh, They're saving Christmas, Jeff. (laughs) The... The, uh, They're giving us the triple my, headers on Christmas Day. I'd like to have a sidebar if I could. Um, Jacksonville mm-hmm. is playing consecutive games yes. overseas. The London trip. The <laughs> London trip. October 1st, they host the Falcons. October 8th, they play my Bills at Tottenham Stadium. Mm-hmm. Is this? I have two separate questions. Is this unfair to the Jags? And B... Should I go to Tottenham Stadium? So Tottenham Stadium is brand new and by all accounts, gorgeous, whatnot. So if you're going to go to London, that's a spot to go. I actually don't think it's unfair to the Jags. I would, re- if you're going to go over there, to me, it's the it's the travel back and forth. Oh, At you least think, if you're you think over game there. two, they're actually going to have a huge advantage yes. over my bills. Yes. They're going to be used to meat pies and tennis and everything else. And more importantly, the time zones. Maybe, yeah, the time zones. The hardest part's always going from America to Europe. It's not the, the coming back. But the... To be clear, my official stance is the London game is the Falcons-Jaguars game because that is the Jaguars game in Wembley Stadium. That's the traditional. That's the traditional, oh, yeah, we forgot that. Do you like these, played. by the way? Not really. I mean, they're fine. I, I, It's always annoying. By this time, I've always, by usually by the time it starts, I've given up on fantasy football, but it is always annoying to forget to set your lineup. Third, 8 a.m. Third, I, I don't like him. Number three. Third, um, third, uh, third charge is brought against. Oh, look at this! It's brought against Mike Oresco, mm. the commissioner of the, the commission. American Athletic Conference. He is charged 
with not having an editor? Your Honor, who the hell needs to read 2,500 words about woe is me when you just released a statement a few weeks ago making the exact same case? Why on earth were 2,500 words necessary? I would also argue the 2,500 additional words, it hurts your case. It makes you seem like you're just whining and you're complaining, and I don't think that it's an effective, persuasive argument. Therefore, he needs an editor. Yeah, uh, he's guilty as charged, not having an editor. I confess, I didn't know about this. I don't know what I was doing yesterday afternoon, but until Gabe had me on in the afternoon, I did not know that Mike Oresco had written a 2,500-word letter complaining about the term Power 5. And so I instinctively said, well, and he couldn't have written himself. But I've read it. He, he, I believe, I do believe he read. At the, I, at the minimum, I think he dictated it. I do. I don't believe, know if he hammered it out on the keyboard. I do believe. I mean, read, listen to this crap. I, it just, in terms of just the words. Ready. First and foremost, is it healthy to have created and furthered a P5 nomenclature in college sports that relegates half of the FBS conferences, regardless of their accomplishments, to a perceived second-class status? Blah 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 blah. Uh, Power 5 is a media-created term. The so-called Power 5 group also has autonomy status in the NCAA that officially sets them apart in certain respects, but which does not confer competitive superiority per se. The autonomy status was conferred as part of the NCAA governance redesign of 2014, which afforded those five conferences the ability to enact legislation in certain areas, legislation that could be adopted by non-autonomy conferences if they so chose. With so much authority devolving to the conferences in the current NCAA governance landscape, it can be argued that the autonomy concept may eventually become unnecessary. Practically speaking, very little autonomy legislation has been passed in recent years. That's, by the way, I just read mm-hmm. the fourth paragraph. Yes. Of his, of his case. So if he was making, and this is a lesson for all of you out there. When you are trying to make a case, you don't have to say everything. You're trying to be persuaded. There was nothing persuasive about that. Even if you are railing, whining, whatever you're doing, at least be compelling and persuasive. He gets into this autonomy, non-autonomy, Per se, as soon as you type the words per, per se. se, you know you've lost people. Go ahead people. and just get rid of just, that paragraph. Just ridiculous, horrible writing by uh, Mike Oresco. Now, I do think he, of course, has a point. The point is power. Well, first of all, the point is it's incredibly destructive term to everyone outside the power file. Power Five conveys the sense that y'all, they're the thieves, they're the only one that matter, and y'all don't, mm-hmm. right? And it is, he is correct. It is an incredibly destructive term. It's also simplistic because it suggests that all the Power Five are created equal and all the non-Power Five are created equal, whereas even within the Power Five, there's power and then there's lack of power. Is, 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 is Kansas State the same as Alabama? No. I would ask you. No. Uh, is Iowa State the same as uh, as Georgia? No. No. And yet they get the Power 5 moniker, others don't. All he's asking, though, is 
No one really uses this except for media. It's just become common parlance. Maybe it someday will go away. Will it go away? Like as it becomes clear that there's, it's not, it suggests there's a wall, right? To get over. And there's actually a whole series of walls, right? There's a, it, it's a, it's more of a continuum than it is a black and white, but we make it seem like it's black and white. Will it go away? Probably. I think it does seem inevitable that there's going to be a breaking away of college football. And so I think maybe the term goes away, but is the, is the general mindset that there's, there's going to be a, different? A wall. Not that some programs are better than others, but there are, there are that, that simply belonging to certain conferences will invoke you are a have versus have not. Yeah, I mean, the problem with Power 5 is it's not true. It's a Power 2. Right, that's the thing. It's a Power 2. Correct. Now, it's also not true that the gap even, between even the American within there, and, Even within there, though, even within the Power 2, yes. is Alabama and Vanderbilt the same? No. I understand his frustration. I just don't think that this goes any at all toward, towards uh, toward erasing his frustrations, just fixing his frustrations. No, it sounds complaining about it. Twenty five hundred words when you just did at the uh, at at the during the conference tournament at a press conference on the same thing. Anyway, okay, next case. Uh, Robert De Niro charged for being irresponsible. I gather this rests on. Uh, Oh, the facts that are behind this case, Jeffrey, and maybe this is going to be part of your presentation to the court, is uh, that he has his, had his seventh child at the age of 79, mm. charged with irresponsibility. Uh, Jeff, according to the extremely academically accepted website, Celebrity Net Worth, he is worth $500 million. Oh, my God. He is not being irresponsible. Yes, maybe this. Oh, so the prosecution's going to drop the case. Maybe this. Maybe this child grows up a large portion of his life without his father, but the money will, the money will help. You're not going to bring this case. No, in good conscience, you can't bring no, this case against absolutely Robert. Absolutely not. Uh, it turns out, by the way, the court has investigated a little of this on its mm-hmm. own. The first child was adopted. He he fell in love. And he then adopted the first child. Mm-hmm. She had a little, a youngster. And he had he adopted this, this okay. youngster. That was in 1976. Uh, he then also had a biological child in 76. And then he's kept having them. Do you have any idea, Counselor, how many women are involved? Seven. I will say five. Four? Four, yeah. Four women. I don't think it's. I mean, in the end, you do have to make this decision. Is it fair to have a kid when the kid's not going to have a dad? Right? I guess he could hope to get to 81. I mean, to 91. How long is he going to hope? Well, once you're 79, I don't know what your life. Yeah, and also, like, celebrities, I always feel like they have access to, like, extending their life. But I don't know if, like, does that mean, like, you're a present parent? I don't know. So the kid's the kid is not going to be a teenager. With, he's not, not going to hit teenager with a dad. Likely. I, I, I'll say this, though. I have a niece who, at age 30, maybe one, mm. decided men are terrible. Mm. And I'm not going to find one anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to find one who meet my standards. Men are terrible. So she went to the old sperm bank. Mm-hmm. 
and she investigated all the. She looked at the brochures. Yes, the literature. She looked at the literature. She chose a handsome, accomplished fellow, and had a kid. That's that her. And, and I don't believe she has seven hundred fifty million dollars. I'm quite sure she doesn't. Is that irresponsible? I, I don't I mean, consider I, that irresponsible, no. so I can't consider Robert De Niro irresponsible. I mean, do I? No, do not I at have all. like a feeling that I think you know? I'd probably it, better. It seems to have like both, success. But... Yeah, it seems like that's a better formula. But I mean, is that yeah, irresponsible? No, no, it's not irresponsible. Love no. is love, man. Huh. Love is love. Okay, and the uh, the last case that is brought before us. Oh, this concerns uh, Mookie Betts and the Dodgers. Dodgers are charged here today with coddling Mookie Betts. Do you want to explain why? Uh, they're letting him just take, like, essentially just go on a, take a nap, if you will? No, they're letting him take, they're letting him stay at a hotel that doesn't have ghosts. Oh, the, oh, the, okay, yeah. so he's staying in an Airbnb. At, at, yeah, at, at, in Milwaukee, there's a hotel called the Fister. I'm sorry, you're not, you counselor, you didn't, but there were a bunch of cases here in front of you, and that's what happens mm-hmm. with DAs, you're juggling so many Correct. different cases. Uh, and, um, he is, the hotel, the Fister, is known to be haunted. And so the Dodgers are letting him stay at an Airbnb and are thereby charged with coddling their superstar for giving in to his irrational fear of ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts, Kelsey? Probably not. Probably not? Yeah, I mean, my senior year, we lived in a house that someone had died in previously, and there were some things that happened in the house that were... Unusual. I, however, the day that I got there, I just opened up a, a natty light and I said, Casper, here you go. <laughs> you like, offered a correct. natty light so, to Casper. Correct. So I had no problems with it. Now right. my roommate Gus was well, that's, a giant you, crybaby, you gotta, much like Mookie Betts. got a roommate named Gus. That's mm-hmm. ghost-like. Sounds correct. like a rival. Correct. Right? You know? Correct. Um, yeah, this is coddling. Like, come on, dude. The whole team's staying at the hotel. Like, are you kidding me? Is it in a, is it inappropriate coddling? He's Mookie Betts. I mean, it's neither. Who cares? Like there is like a giant. If okay, in the end, who cares? Oh, I, I, how about this? And I'm not supposed to be making the arguments. I'm the jo- I'm the I'm the I'm the judge mm. here. How about this? In the end, the Dodgers just want to win, and they need Mookie to get in a good night's sleep. That's fine. That's my. This view. is the ultimate. Like That's I do fine. not care. I don't care. Do they have to pay for the Airbnb? No, what I think it? he does. Right. Well, I'm asking you. No, should he should. Appropriately, yes, he, he should. Yes, if he wants, they, if he wants they provide to stay the team hotel. Else, yes, you got to stay somewhere. first. Yes. I think that's appropriate. I think that's appropriate. Uh, do you really believe, on, back to the climbing thing? Yeah. Because you, out of the blue, I don't know what inspired you to text me on this. D'Anthony Melton. <laughs> Watching D'Anthony Melton. Yes. Uh, here, here are his. He has. Um, tried to get the so so he he raised the you know he he cleared out mark cleared out mike did a great job accumulating assets for mark and mike i think we can all agree on that right and then he did a great job with the early draft in particularly in in des was the the big hit Mm -hmm. but also with brandon clark big hit he also, by the way, acquired D'Anthony Melton like as part of the deal. Like he's he's done small things at the margins that seem good, and then he's taken some swings, and those swings have been misses. Justice Winslow, 
swing and a miss, right? Yep. That was an effort to, all right, we get, we got these pieces here. What's the next step? Swing and a miss. I think the trade of Jonas to bring in Steven Adams really was mostly about moving up to the draft to add that next piece, really the same piece that Justice Winslow was supposed to be, Zaire Williams, mm-hmm. right? Swing and a miss. I'm prepared to say call it a swing and a miss. Yeah. Then, really all in an effort to save, to fit this same kind of player, right? All right, we need more 3 and D, more shooting, whatever else. The same, basically, what Justice Winslow was supposed to be, what Zaire Williams was supposed to be. Next, what we're going to do is we're going to go with Jake LaRavia and David Roddy. I'm not prepared to call them swings and misses yet. Who knows? Like, it's one... But they don't look like Desmond Bain so far either, right? So I think in that respect, he has so far failed to put the missing pieces. And in either his handling of Dylan Brooks or Dylan Brooks' own self-destruction, that piece has been completely devalued. That piece was a something they had, Dylan Brooks. And now it's walking out the door for nothing. And so that has been that has been devalued, and I think and we saw him yesterday. I was happy to see him be yeah. second team all defense. And so yeah, he's. I, I think it's. You know what it's like though, like Brandon Bean, my beloved Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills, takes over, team sucks, drafts Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, and not obvious by the way. That's smarter. He was the quarterback left at that point, except for Josh Rosen. You had to pick yeah. between those two. Whether they would have picked uh, what's his Darnold name? the Jets, what I think they might have picked Donald. Like they, they get a lot of love. How'd you know he was the guy in the draft? Well, you didn't have a chance to draft Donald. Correct. Like but whatever. So that was brilliant. And then building around him, make like brilliant. Yeah. And then since then, you know what they failed to do? Get to the Super Bowl. They failed to do the things to get you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. As the Chiefs last year, for example, in the draft, totally reloaded. Rebuilt their offensive line on the fly. The Bills are getting overwhelmed at their offensive line. The Bills have not done the next thing. Yeah, that next thing is hard. Is a hard thing to do. You know who else hasn't done the next thing? The Celtics haven't done the next thing. Like yeah. whatever. And so he has failed. So he has failed so far in that. I don't think people think he's infallible though, particularly anymore. Like I, I think there's a keen awareness of the way that he's swung and missed, including self awareness. Yeah, I just really think the. I I, I personally think he got fleeced. I think he got fleeced by Pat Riley, and like I understand the logic of they thought Justice Winslow was the guy. Yeah, but but that that went away. That didn't. In the end, you didn't really lose anything there. Your cap, like it was temporary use of cap space. That when he left the team, they got back. Like they didn't give much up for, for. They very clearly thought he was something he wasn't. Yeah, I think the biggest issue. They lost issues, that trade, but I think it's, there's it has been, no there is no lasting impact on them. I think there have been issues with player evaluation, particularly recently. Uh, well, and draft pick evaluation. Yeah, well, I'm I'm including yes, that same thing. Yeah, they, they thought Zaire was something he wasn't. Yes, and they they probably didn't value they, DeAnthony Melton sufficiently. Yeah. And I think they didn't value Kyle sufficiently. Uh, all right, we will. Uh, We'll talk to John Martin. Oh, goodness, we're late to getting to John Martin. We'll talk to John Martin about this here in a moment. Before that, I will tell you, uh, Mother's Day is bearing down upon us. 
Today's Wednesday, so you can go to Body on Broad for Wine Down Wednesday. It's uh, half-priced bottles of wine, half-priced glasses of wine. Uh, that's all great, fantastic. Every single Wednesday, Wine Down Wednesday. But uh, you got to take mom there for Mother's Day. That is my formal Mother's Day recommendation. Get the pork belly Benedict. Get the fried oyster omelet. Get mom a bounty bloody Mary. Be with your mom at a beautiful restaurant eating delicious food. Nothing better to do on Mother's Day. The phone number to make your reservation, uh, don't tarry, 410-8131-410-8131-2519, Broad Avenue. When we come back, John Martin joins the show. Then Chris Harrington has got a piece up about collective bargaining agreement and the Grizzlies. Uh, most read piece on the site, by the way. We'll talk to Chris coming up next. Jeff Cockett Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Danny, what kind of mom are you? I'm a working mom. And there's stay-at-home moms, stepmoms, grandmoms, even pets moms. And what do y'all all have in common? We love diamonds. And the reason is because diamonds last forever just like your love for your kids. That's exactly right. And they remind you every day when you're wearing them around your neck, on your wrist, on your fingers, on your ears, you're always reminded of how much your kids love you. That's what we want for Mother's Day from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Diamonds. Five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Baseball is back, and the push for the postseason is on for hockey and hoops. Make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9700. Hey, Kathy, what if I want to change my insurance plan? Steve, State Farm is here for your what ifs. So what if I want to change from a radio dude to a rodeo clown? (laughs) State Farm is here for your what ifs. Call or text Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle, 901-767-7744. My team would love to help you with your what ifs. We're not as cute as Jake, but... 
We're better looking than a lizard. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. We all dream about buying our first home, a place where we can settle down, build our future, and create lasting memories, a place for us to call our own. Great Choice Home Loans can make it easier. With down payment assistance from Great Choice Home Loans, you can get $6,000 or 6% of the purchase price toward your home. So make your dream a reality. Ask your lender about Great Choice Home Loans or visit greatchoicetn.com today. $25 all-in tickets to over 3,800 shows. Concert week is May 10th through 16th. It's the best time to get tickets to see all your favorite artists like Beck in Phoenix, Big Time Rush, Fall Out Boy, Janet Jackson, Country Wayne, Shania Twain, Snoop Dogg, and many more. With $25 all-in tickets, you can fill your year with shows. So get your friends and grab your $25 all-in tickets May 10th through 16th. Head to livenation.com slash concertweek. That's livenation.com slash concertweek. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333 309-133 located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com Seedco, a national nonprofit, has served in the Memphis and the Mid-South for over 16 years and is working to respond to the needs of our community. Seedco's Linking You and Neighbors to Coverage program keeps you enrolled in affordable health care coverage. The public health emergency unwinding is rapidly approaching. Do not lose your health care coverage. Does your child have CHIP? Call Seedco today. Do you have Medicaid? Call Seedco today. Call or text the health care service line at 901-713-9720. That's 901-713-9720. During these challenging times, have a peace of mind. Stay covered or get covered today. Seedco is not an insurance agency. We are a nonprofit here to serve the whole person with free programs designed to fit your needs. Call today, 901-713-9720 or visit seedco.org slash midsouthlync. Saturday, May 20th is Family Day when the Mollers go head-to-head with 
your showboat. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. So bring the whole family to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to meet the mascots and get a free foam football while supplies last. Touchdown, J.J. Wilson. Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Coggins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. She nursed him there. Maybe it's maybe use a different microphone. Maybe use a different ear. Oh, there, there we are. I see. Now you can hear. John Martin's with us. Jason and John, I haven't seen you back. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Why? I can't hear. No, 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 no. You can't. They were making a yesterday when I was driving in the show before mine was making a distinction between listening and hearing, which is better. Oh, God. Well, we, we, we really are in May, aren't we? <laughs> That's what they were talking about. Listening versus hearing. No, I got a lot of things I got to talk to you, and I got limited time. There's breaking news. The breaking news, according to Pete Thamel, what is it? Uh, Jeff, that the West Virginia... Oh, good dog. Gosh, where did it go? West Virginia is finalizing a deal mm-hmm. to have Bob Huggins return to the sideline. This is according to Thamel. Sources, West Virginia University and Coach Bob Huggins are finalizing details for him to return to the sideline next season in the wake of him using an anti-gay slur in a radio interview earlier this week. He's expected to receive a suspension. Suspension. A $1 million salary reduction. It's meaningful. And sensitivity training. How do you feel, John? Shocked? Uh, uh, yeah. Surprised he's not canned? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, totally. West Virginia didn't can him? <laughs> this is, Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about this on the show. Like, It is funny, though. How do you – yes, if he had been at UC Berkeley, he right. would have been fine. There's, there's not a gay community in West Virginia to protect. <laughs> right. So or to be sensitive to. Yeah, so it's like, what are we fired him for? I mean, ultimately, right. that's how they were coming at it. I mean – Okay. Uh, I, by the way, took my sensitivity training yesterday. Yes. From Perfect. So I'm very trained up here. Oh. I'm not going to give back a million dollars of my Bob, salary. Bob Huggins should have taken it. If he had taken the Odyssey sensitivity yeah. training, where you got to have a quiz at the end, Dude, they, they, they would have said, they're they're like, here, for example, one of the quiz questions could have been, if you were on a uh, radio, local radio show, yes. should you call someone a Catholic F, a Catholic F as a homophobic slur? True or false. Yeah, true or false, right? Say false. And, and if he had said true, which he might have. Right. Then it was an ant. Eh, try again. Please reconsider your <laughs> please answer. Please reconsider your answer. Go back one page in the sensitivity online sensitivity training yeah. and study again. Yeah. No, they corrected. No, no look, it was, uh, you know, pretty predictable in the sense that um, it, they probably, I mean, they, they've had an amazing offseason, um, and they have big hopes there at West Virginia this year. They've got the Arizona point guard, Kirk Kreese. they got the Syracuse big man, Jesse Edwards. They've spent a lot of money in the NIL world. And uh, they're kind of they're kind of selling out for what feels like Bob's last season. So when they said, "Do you think in his original apology, he said 
actions have consequences, and I'm prepared to accept anything they're going to dole out, essentially yes. what he said. Do you think he knew at that point they were going to dole out a punishment short of firing? Absolutely. 100%. He's like, yeah. So okay. look at me. I'm gonna sup. I'm gonna throw myself on the mercy of the court and accept anything they give me, 100%. knowing exactly what they're gonna give me already. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what it is. I mean, you wouldn't have said that if otherwise. All right. So, so. then here's the other question: How do you? Because I think you and I are very similar on this. We don't want everyone fired for everything they say. Yeah. Like, I don't like the word cancel culture because it suggests that some people shouldn't actually suffer repercussions for what they say. Yep. Like, I, for example, honestly think that once the president was originally, President Trump was originally said on tape, you can grab a woman by the pee. Yeah. I think that should have disqualified him, not from, not legally, but that in my mind would have had me, would have like, yeah, I don't think that's a dude I want for president. Like, I think... You evaluate people based on what they say, and there should be consequences to things that people say. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't think everyone should be fired for everything they say. Like, I think there is a lot of overreaction, a lot of mob mentality. I, I do agree with that. Yep. Where does one draw the line when it comes to this and Bob Huggins? You know, I, I, I think these corporations do tend to um, I don't, I don't, maybe not as much anymore, but it felt like there was a time like in 2016, 2017, 2018, where if like, if, if you had something in your internet logs from when you were 14 years old, right? you know, and you, uh, tweeted a lyric to a song or you, uh, you know, you dropped a, a slur or something like that, you know, you were fired. Well, here, here was one. I, I, I think that is crazy. There, there's a, I do. I think that's where that, like, that's not right. So there's a, a kind of. Uh, clothing called Lululemon. Yes. Are you familiar with Lululemon? Yeah, I got, I got a couple pairs of shorts from Lululemon. So anyway, so Lululemon makes yoga pants and stuff, right? And the dude who started Lululemon is a Canadian. And at one point, evidently, the pants were kind of beading, whatever that means. I don't even know what it means, right? And it was a lot of people who were trying to squeeze into their Lululemon pants, really, and using them as sort of a control girdle, right? Like yep. to control some of the, some of the Chick-fil-A that lay within. Right? Yep. And he said, these are not made for all body types, basically. Mm -hmm. Let's see, see if you could Google that, Jeffrey. See if you could see Lulu Temin, women, bodies, et cetera. And people wanted him to run him out on a rail. Mm -hmm. He started Lululemon, and you know what? He was speaking a truth. It's, it's he not, was just speaking a truth. Right. I'm like, I've heard him interviewed on this, and he basically he was accused of fat shaming people. Right. But here's the truth: not everyone should squeeze into yoga pants. Oh, and there are there are, there are specific uh, places one can go uh, for big and tall, <laughs> whatever. You know? Like, yeah, I mean, like, and I, so uh, there are instances of overreaction. If they had fired him for this, would would you have thought this was an overreaction? Totally. totally. You would have thought it was an No, no, not him. No. Huggins. Oh. If they had fired why oh. why wouldn't that have been an Why well, would the the only the only thing I would say on Huggins is you know, this is not um you know, and I and I shared this with Jeff Goodman. I I, I was I was a little more towards probably maybe you part with him because it, it's not like this is a uh, slipping on a banana peel. Whoopsie. Like right. I just tripped and fell. That was a mistake. 
This is a this is how Bob Huggins at seventy years old That's feels. What, I heard you say this, and I think you're exactly. It's right. an ideology that he has. The, which the reason you would fire him isn't because of he slipped and said something. Yes. Or was caught up, whatever. It's because when you hear him say that. Yes. In the tone he says that, twice. You realize that's who Bob Huggins is. Absolutely. And you don't want that representing your university. You don't. That's why you part with him. He's a front-facing public employee. He's probably the most. He's probably the highest paid employee on the on on campus. Um, and it and it does like again, they don't care because the, gay people don't live in West Virginia. So they don't. They don't. Or if they do, they don't. They they, they do actually. I mean, they I, just but you get don't. what I mean, though. Like it's not a place where you know if you're a gay person, you are. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not San Francisco, right? It's not, it's just not a place where most progressives are going to wind up settling down. Um, and so I don't feel like they, they felt this inward pressure, um, you know, to, to do anything about it. If Memphis, if Memphis bat, like, I'm just going to use this as an example. If Ryan Silverfield, right, had, Mm -hmm. had, had a, uh, had, had a, a racist diatribe that was caught on tape, right? And it came out in Memphis, right? He wouldn't last the date. Right. right, he wouldn't last a day. Right, but you know, if he if he was, if he was at uh, you know, and, and that's not that's not a great example because obviously there are black players, but you get my point. Like there are just communities where you can maybe get away with some things more so if than there's others. There's more sensitivity yeah. in some communities. Like so. you said, Cal here's, Berkeley, by the way, he here's, made it here's what Chip Chip Wilson is a Lululemon founder. Was this a fi- is this offensive to you? Yeah, I've got I I just you I didn't know you're trying. Yeah, oh, yeah. Women will wear a seatbelt that won't work or a purse that doesn't work, or quite frankly, some women's bodies just don't work for it. Reporter. They don't work for the pants. They don't work for certain women's bodies. Reporter. So the pants might be see-through on some women's bodies but not on others? No, no. Because even our small sizes would fit an extra large. It's more about the rubbing through the thighs. Is that like... Oh, cancel. Bug it, big it. Is that so bad? No, but did he did he get canceled? Did he lose his job? Did he get to resign? Oh, but or all you have to look up is is Wilson and fat shaming, and you see like there yeah. was a there was apologies, yeah. backslide, like everything else. All he said was someone's women's bo- bo- dotties don't work for these pants. Yeah, right. Which I think is just like it's it's transparent. It's just true. It's just transparent. Yeah, it's like hey, like these probably aren't for you. Okay, everything isn't for everybody, uh, and that's okay. You know. I think that is like, for some reason, we all have to share this sort of universal experience when it's just not the case. Like, there are people who are short, there are people who are tall, there are people who are skinny, there are people who are fat. It is what it is. All right. Do you, do you, and then there are people, then there are people who like to scream that the sky is falling about Memphis recruiting. That's right. And you are one of those people. Well, I read your column in the day no, I, I, the I other day, say, and you I basically said, oh, no. Well, I wouldn't say Life the sky is, over is falling. As we know it. I would say the sky is is uh, gloomier. Is what I would say. Um, it's a little bit more overcast outside. Um, Do you believe? And then, and then it, it, my reporting it was backed up by the fact that uh, on three reported that Memphis's grand total of NIL through the 901 fund was eight hundred thirty thousand dollars. That's for everybody. That's not for the Memphis basketball but that, team. Everybody wasn't siphoned. Like Jalen Duran did not get paid through okay. the 901 but fund. That was 2021. We're talking about 2022. Okay, so this is the majority of the, like you saw the Kendrick Davis tweets, you saw the DeAndre Williams tweets. Like they were going to Brookhaven, they were going to these walks and stuff like that. Like that is the majority of where it comes from now. And and 
eight hundred thousand is not enough for a whole university. Well, there's first of all, there's like eighty five kids on the football team. So you have eighty five kids on the football team. You have the women's basketball team. You have the men's basketball team. Like you get in, you get into it. Like how the hell can we pay anybody more than? You know, I, you, you can't. Sixteen dollars, right? I mean, geez. you've got sixteen dollars. Yeah, so I, go I, get a uh, supersize your big meal. And, and and they're saying that 2023 will outpace that, but I but again, I think it just illustrates how how much of a challenge it's going to be at Memphis. You know, I mean, it's not just Memphis, by the so way. They, you, Hunter Dickinson at Michigan said last year he made less than six figures there, and he's an All American. He's a big, you know, a, a Big Ten Player of the Year. Do you type. believe Memphis is? relatively, let's be honest, uninspiring offseason in terms of building its basketball roster. No, you want it, You think it, it's do great. Do you believe it's – no, that's not going to say. Do you believe that its uninspiring roster is related to lack of NIL funds? Is that what you're – conversations with people has suggested not necessarily that like i don't think the people who um the people who i talk to about these discussions know uh you know why something isn't happening but i do think jane bradley was an nil hang up well that that, yeah. that would be yes then, yeah. then, then the answer is yes because yeah. it would not be undistinguished if they had jane bradley right i don't like i, I memphis was you know I'll, I'll say this memphis was never really in there with great players this year um like there weren't a whole lot of guys that entered the portal that Memphis got super involved with that they didn't get other than Bradley, uh, and he would have been great. He would have been a you know he's a McDonald's American coming out of high school and, and he would have filled a need badly. But um, yeah, I guess if you want to take it to this the Bradley situation, yeah, because you know look, Penny's track record. Was Do we know for sure certain that was an NIL issue? I mean, we have a pretty good idea, man. I mean, you come on campus and you and there's radio silence for two weeks, and then you just commit to Arizona. What do you think is going on in those two weeks? You think it's just okay, like we're, a, we're supposing? I am just I am c- truly conflicted on what I want to do. I just need these two weeks <laughs> two of space. <laughs> two so, weeks of space. Yeah. Um, why do you hate all the good basketball teams in the NBA? I'm an avid listener of the show. Last week, I was sitting in the parking lot at Taco Bell, eating a cheesy gordita crunch, and I heard you talking. As about, one does. As one does. That's America. Sitting it in is. your car, eating fast food, that is having it spilled. That, that is never the be definition canceled. of America. And I was eating. I was eating a cheesy gordita crunch, and because this is the vegan in me coming out, mm-hmm. a spicy potato taco. Nice. And I was hearing you disparage Denver. Mm-hmm. Not not a championship caliber team. You don't like watching them play. Not a fan of Denver. Yes. And now all this week, all I've heard you do is crap it on the Lakers. As far as I can tell, we're about to have Denver versus the Lakers. Do you hate Joel Embiid and the Sixers as well? Basically, is it all teams that have really good big men and seem to play good playoff basketball that you've decided to 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 oppose? It's funny. One of the one of our uh, one of our loyal listeners hit me up and said, "I think you have now said every team that is still left cannot win the championship." <laughs> So, yeah, (laughs) I've written off every single team. Um. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 